I'd just like to welcome everybody back to another episode of the Down to Business Podcast here with Tamar Turner, man. Very excited for this interview, man. One, just because it's been a long time coming. I had, you know, just some wrinkles, some obstacles come up in the path. And, you know, this this lady, Khadija, she's been very understanding with me, very, you know, just you. She, gets, she understands that life is life. Things go on, things happen. So, you know, I'm very happy to finally be sitting down with her, finally be able to make this happen. So Khadija was somebody actually who I met at ECU. And we shared the same major at some point. So we did, I, I want to say we maybe had a class or so together, but I would see her a lot. Just because, you know, we were in the same major, same building, different things like that. So eventually just from being in the same social setting, same events and just different things like that, we came to just be friends and just different things like that. But, you know, over time, obviously she was older than me. She was ahead of me. So she went on, she went to be great. She went to go do her things and everything like that. And I came, you know, shortly after her, but been able to more so recently been able to follow her journey on Twitter, her business journey, as well as her personal journey. And I love it. Very excited just because I, of the type of individual that she is and just the success that she's had so far. And I'm very excited, you know, for her to just give y'all a little bit of insight as to what she does, what she gets into, and you know how y'all can support her tap in. So Khadija, how you doing today? I am great. I've been looking forward to it all day. Like you said, it's been a um, it's been a long time coming. I'm glad we finally able to reconnect. How are you doing today? Good, man. I can't complain. Like you said, I was, I was ready. It's been a, it was a busy day, but I was ready to you know get off. I wore the sweatshirt today. We repping the brand, so I'm here. I'm I'm ready. Love it. So yeah, so you know, for the people tapping in, I got the IG live flowing. I got people who I know will be joining from your side, my side, and a little bit of in between. So can you one just tell us a little bit about yourself, and then two, can you just tell us what brings you on the podcast today? Okay, so as Tamar said, I own a few of my own businesses, and I've used Twitter to find clients, um, let people know what I do. I own a boutique professional agency. Boutique just meaning it's small. It's just me and a few of my contractors at times. And I also own a clothing brand, um, 28. So I love the merch, you know, I can fill you with that as well. And my agency, this is going on to our fourth year. And my boutique, this is going on to my second year. So just going with the flow of entrepreneurship, honestly. COVID pushed me deeper into it because I um, always had my agency, but I did have like a day job at one point. I was released due to COVID, you know, people downsized and everything. So I decided, well, actually, I would say that really showed me like how unstable a job could be, like when somebody else gives it to you. Yeah. So I was like, I already have my own thing going. Might as well just put more focus into that. And that's what I did. People have been saying lately, you know, you better not let these jobs stress you because, you know, as soon as no. your position, as soon as you call out or as soon as you know, I even saw one that, you know, they were trying to, there was a thread that got started on Twitter. It was basically saying that this dude had basically passed away and the next day his job position was up and they were about to fire him because he didn't come And that's in. so he crazy. Exactly. He was an hospital. So it just goes to, you know, how expendable you can be, but also goes to show you too how something like COVID, something like being in a pandemic, something where, you know, jobs are, like you said, downsizing laying off people mm-hmm. cutting off whatever the case may be can really push you deeper into your bag make you kind of dive deeper hone in deep on really what it is you love to do so one of the first things that i want to tackle before we get in because you you gave us a lot there a little and i and i got it all so one of the first things i, I really do want to talk about though is just the so you said you've been the agency has been going on for four years so obviously four years means before the pandemic so what was really the immediate shift what was really the immediate transition if any still being a part of the agency still making it do what y'all do but once covid and the pandemic hit so really the main change was I moved into marketing more, like paying for marketing, having a marketing budget. Whereas before the pandemic, I solely run over off of word of mouth, just posting, getting, maybe getting a share. 
a retweet, you know. So the biggest part was just um, operations of business changed uh, due to COVID, yeah. Sure, I get that. I love that a lot. All right, so now I want to talk about 28. I want to talk about 28 for a little bit of reasons. One, I want to know why the name 28, and I'm going to just tell you why, but I like it, though. I'm going to tell you why I like it, because I've been telling people for a couple of years now, like, my my, my boy Trey will attest to this, that I just feel like age 28 is going to be a special age, like, for me. Like, I don't, I can't talk about nobody else. I'm just talking about myself, but I'm 25 right now, so three more years, so 2025, like, I just feel like, you know, 28 just stands out to me. It's two years before I'm going to hit 30. I love even numbers. My birthday is on the so 26th. Crazy. So crazy, you were so old. It's just, yeah, it's old. Don't, don't say old. Now I'm not. We the new young. We the new young on this side. But nah, so okay, yeah. So tell me a little bit about the boutique, why I got started, why the name. You said you're about to hit two years. So big, you know, congrats to that as somebody who just celebrated their two year anniversary recently. I understand the ins and the outs being in the pandemic and everything like that. But yeah, give us a little bit more insight. Walk us through the whole process of getting 28 up and running. So as far as 28, the name, that's always been like, so a little about me, I always knew I was going to be an entrepreneur. Like, first of all, first of all, I just always knew I would have my own business. I always, like, I have notebooks already. Like, some people might think stuff come overnight or whatever, or you just popped out. But no, it was years in the making, years of ideas, you know. And then also just building up your knowledge on how to actually execute, of course. So I was born on February 28th. I'm not, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with numerology. And then for you to just base, like, your 28th year is going to be so great. I agree with you. Just if we talking on a numerology standpoint, because eight is a number of wealth and then two times that by two, it's a lot of abundance. You know what I'm saying? So, and um, I just took that because, so first off, uh, it was Studio 28. It evolved to just 28. And studio part, all that is just because I'm, I'm selling more of a lifestyle, you know, with my clothing, with my jewelry and stuff. I reach a very specific niche of women. Um, women that love to look good, feel good. I know you would say that for all brands, but I really know my clientele. Like, I call them 28 days. Like, we're really tight like that. That's just how it evolved. I'm all about, I want to say 90% of my content is my clientele-generated content. Like, they send me themselves in their outfits. They send me videos. Like, they really do a lot of that for me. So, that's where the name come from. That's, like, the whole surroundings of it, really. And I'm just here. I like the connections I've been able to make. I connect with so many women. I've dwelled in so many um, issues, just like body image issues, like all types of things. Like, I know that kind of takes it deeper, but when you talk about women, what makes them, what they wear, what makes them feel good and things like that, that's things you get into as well. Being on platforms like this and talking to um, you, being able to connect to your followers and stuff. It's just like a never ending chain, you know, and my clientele is so deeply enveloped because they help me choose like the next things that we that I purchase or come out with or we develop things together because I do my own branding and content and all of that for uh, both of my business also. So on that tip, they get I get insight as well. So it's like a. 28 like when i think of eight i think infinity like it just goes like yeah <laughs> yeah and even one of my boys cliff on ig live he said 28 he said that's the last great year and then it's all downhill from there so damn. oh don't say that yeah, yeah i don't want to think about it like that but yeah you might have some truth to that for sure but a no, new I beginning know. new beginning definitely different 
Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, I don't really know. I know, like, I've seen the the one one ones, the two two twos, the three three threes, like what they kind of mean and everything. Exactly. But I wouldn't really say I'm too versed on numerology, so that was very yeah. important. I appreciate you sharing that with me. But no, I love that. I love it from the perspective of the lifestyle, from the perspective of you know your clientele, you know your audience, you know who you're trying to get to. I feel like that's so important, and I feel like a lot of times with business owners, with entrepreneurs, with with anybody, that sometimes that's something that you can struggle with, with coming into business with you know thinking you may want to appeal to this specific type of crowd, but come to find out you're getting love from this type of crowd. So now you kind of got to tailor your branding or maybe well, things up. Um, seeing that you touch on to that, I feel like you create your your clientele. For sure. A big part that you create uh, that. Like you, like me, myself, I envisioned my clientele before I even like actually got them. But I put out that like I knew what they like to do, who they are. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, um, typically my girls like to go to brunch. They like to go out. They like to get cute. It's not, it's definitely, I wouldn't say for the homebodies, you know, although I do carry loungewear sometimes, but definitely I just zoned in on them and targeted towards them. I think you should create your target rather than try to appeal to a target or maybe like fall into their target's lap. Like, no, you need to go to them and yeah. And I think a lot of times too, we may not even, we may not know. We may think that something that I will admit to is that coming into the podcast space in 2019, I didn't know who I was going to appeal to. I thought that when I thought about podcasts, I thought about older folks at the time. I mean, I was 23, 22, maybe. So I thought maybe like 30 year olds, 40. I said, people my age really aren't listening to podcasts. That was really what I was thinking in my head. And then when I drop it, I see people starting their own podcast. I see not because of me. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying in general, like it was just a creative space. Pandemic could have helped to that and just different things. But I saw, you know, I said, wow, a lot of people are not even I feel like it's not even about sometimes your business, maybe what you're selling, maybe what it is you're trying to promote or appeal. It's you. It's do people. Oh, like it's you definitely know? you. Can it's definitely you. With you. Can people, you know, relate to you? Can you? So once I started to realize that, I said, oh. I'm really making, you know, content for a lot of different people here. My grandma is enjoying my podcast, but at the same time, I got folks my age enjoying my podcast. That's totally different. Yes. You know, that's totally different spectrums. But I, I love that, and I think that, you know, what you said is so important. Make that. You don't worry about falling somewhere else or whatever you may fall. You're, you're starting this the same way that you started this brand. You decided what you were going to sell, how you were going to do, how you were going to market. Decide also who, you know, who you want to, because that way you can control the narrative. Whereas, you know. Definitely. You want to be in control. <laughs> you get somebody, if you, if it's, it's almost going to feel like if you kind of hop on the wave of somebody else supporting you, it almost just feels like, oh, well, you, they're in control in a sense, or if they leave in your support, well, what do you fall back on? But if you control who supports you, you know, you'll always have a supporter here and there. So something I love you said is basically about, you know, you knew what type of, you knew what type of lifestyle you wanted to hit. You knew what type of women you wanted to target. You knew what type of people. You said, I'm not for the homebodies. I got some loungers some chill things, but I'm, I'm for the brunch. I'm for the throw that thing on type lady. So how did you ultimately decide that? Was it more so you were looking at you and what you like and what you kind of think and who you were surrounded by? Is this just feedback that you got? How did you start in 28? thinking about the numerology, thinking about the, you know, all the basis behind this brand. Why did you say, okay, I, I want to target these specific type of women. This is what I like. Okay. So I really, I started off just with the jewelry, started off just with the jewelry and the jewelry I was selling was really unique. It's not, I really want to say you can't get like the anklets that I debuted selling. You can't get them anywhere. I've never seen anyone else sell them. I'm probably going to bring them back for the summer because it's been what, two years and I haven't seen them again. <laughs> but so I just evolved from that with the jewelry. I did it more locally. But again, I have my pinpoint because 
I don't know if you know, but um, anklets kind of have like a stigma. Like you said, we were talking to like older people. You know how they can have like perceptions that were built in their era or time about something that might not be so favorable. And so I also kind of introduced anklets as one of kind of want to reclaim in that, like introducing them a little differently. At least I know the people around me because I deal with a lot of older people as well. Because I even had some of the older women, you know, buy my anklets or whatever. So definitely I just came in like wanting to, like you said, control my narrative. Like that's what it was. I wanted to be in control of what it is. I shop at other places and I was just to be honest, disappointed with the selection and all stores really sell the same thing. So I I try to, yeah, bring in that uniqueness. Yep. <laughs> so that's what it was. I was just tired of seeing all the same things. I was tired of wearing all the same things because I'm like, I feel like I'm buying the same shirt over and over again. Like, yeah. So that was big. Like, that was the big catalyst for uh, what I'm doing. But yeah, I started with jewelry, but anklets and then. Um, that's just a part women that wear anklets typically show more skin, you know, so just evolved into what it is today, which is 28 fashion boutiques. So, yeah, I like that, though. So in thinking about you're a woman of many hats, meaning you don't just do the boutique. You talked about an agency. You talked about everything mm-hmm. else that you're involved in and even looking to get involved. In. I ain't going to sell you short hair because I know you're always working in some capacity. How have these at all, if at all, really, have they related to one another? Have they been able to, have you been able to kind of almost collaborate yourself in a sense? Have you been able to kind of use one to leverage another and bring success? Connect. I know you talk a lot about connections and just different things that you have been able to amass since you started. So yeah, how has that been? like really you know having different facets having different interests but have you ever been able to kind of put them together and that's pretty much all that I do <laughs> um so through my agency I deal with a lot of other small businesses so I'm always collabing with other businesses through my agency like I said I do all of my own branding I create websites so just through that um I become partners with other people that do the similar so um, one of my biggest partners right now is Booty Tea Sisterhood, and they're actually pretty much like what you want to call it. Like, you know, um, plastic surgery is real, really big right now. So they're like a um support, like support group, sisterhood group. Pretty much trying to keep women like on the safe track because I know you've seen like the botched surgeries and all of that. Yep, we are. Um, they're one of our bigger partners. We, you know, those women also once they get their body done, their new body done, they want the clothes the cute clothes and match yep so you definitely just all cool inside but I definitely I do a lot of branding for people I've met then we end up doing a pop-up shop together or maybe I do a business consult with them and we end up venturing into this other business venture together so I'm always I'm so open to networking I feel like that's like a big part of my success yeah your connections your connections are so important and like so yeah that's like my biggest thing and that doing that cross collaboration doing the cross promoting so i would tell anybody everybody that's watching if you know someone that can help you like a big thing i say is money isn't the only resource like if you can help me get seen you know help me get like i know people hate the exposure but all the one one right person has to see you and that's like so serious so I think time and time again, we hear, especially in this day and age, that it's not about what you know, it's about who you know. It's about when we wake up every day, it's something new that's viral 
or something that you is is one line or one word or a phrase or just something mm-hmm. that you hear in a song or just it's just crazy how things just catch on sometimes and how all it takes is just that one person that one retweet that one share it literally takes just one person like all the mother 50 people overlooked you and then there's one person with a hundred thousand followers retweet you and you sold out like mm-hmm. Easy like that. One little quote tweet. One little yo, shop with my girl. One little Seriously. crazy. It's, it's 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 so crazy. You know how I just it can work when we all just mm-hmm. come together. But I, I love the fact that you know oftentimes you hear about different interests. You hear about people just being involved in so many different things. But you also hear about too how they run them. They they kind of run themselves dry in a sense, or they stretch themselves too thin, or mm-hmm. they're not really making those things mesh and work in a way that they could. So to hear that from your perspective, to hear that you know you've been doing these things for different timelines and different ranges and different ways, but they, they can still coincide with one another and still bring you success, network connections. I love that. And then the fact that you know you still then pass that along. To other people it's not always about like you said it's not about the bread like yes money talks it's about some people might say it's about the money troy ave might say that in his song but at the end of the day it's about the support too support can come in so many different forms and not monetary and i stress that so much to my followers to people who come on here to everything that look yo when i, I support people every day mm-hmm. i'm not rich i i, I, right. read, you know, I post businesses every day on my podcast don't tag my stories are look like grains of rice sometimes they so long but I just, you know, I pop, I pop, I pop. So in talk and thinking about social media and thinking about different sites and everything like that, I, I could be very wrong. So I'm gonna let you clear this up when I say this. I don't see you on many sites, but Twitter. So, but I know that you have a lot of success. I know you make some dope products. I don't retweet mm-hmm. the products. I can't even wear them. So, uh, but I, I, I like what I got. I like what you got going on for sure, for sure. So, and you, I know you also talked at the beginning of this interview about word of mouth. How has really a lot of your success come to be? What have you found to be the most, the best way for you to really get things out there? But then I will also challenge you with another question in that same thing. I will say, what do you also feel like you could be doing better? Do you feel like you could be hitting more sites? Do you feel like you're not targeting enough people? Do you feel like you're not putting yourself out there just the same? So yeah, so give me the pros about what you do and how you really make things work. And then also give me a con or just give me something that you know, an improvement you can make moving forward. Okay, so... Something where I want to start with that. So you said I'm not on Twitter too often. That's that's no, honest. No, 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 no. Well, no you said, said I am on Twitter. Yeah, I said I don't see you on too many other. Like I don't know if you got an IG. I don't know. Okay. Like, oh, well, I'm not on no. Well, fake. I mean, Facebook maybe. Whatever. So we're on all social media. I recently mm-hmm. got locked out of Twitter. <laughs> but I will be uh getting getting that account recovered. But I'm on all social media. I'm on Facebook. I have IG. We have brand ambassadors. Like you said, word of mouth. Even so, with my boutique, I, so first of all, I pretty much only wear my clothing. So, and it's nowhere I go that somebody isn't asking me, like, where did I get what I'm wearing? <laughs> so that's a lot of, or if I post a story or something or whatever, um, people ask me where you get it, where you get it. So I'm always doing that. I would say Facebook is my biggest, Facebook is where I've been marketing the most. I would say because Facebook has the easiest algorithm. <laughs> Like I've just got into um Instagram and everyone should go follow 28's Instagram. <laughs> it's S H O P X 28 underscore on Instagram. We are almost to a thousand followers. <laughs> y'all. I was gonna have her throw it in at the, I was still have her throw it in at the end, but look. Yes, 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 yes. Well just to let you know, y'all can go help us get reach our goal. But um Facebook is just the easiest algorithm and ah, oh, it's just I'm going to say, so you can have like 5,000 friends or followers on Facebook. I'm always at the max. I'm always having to kick people out, unfortunately. I'm sorry. It's no hard feelings if you're watching this, but I'm always having to unfollow people because 
Facebook is my biggest social media that I use. So my list is pretty much women that I want to connect with on my um, friends list, women I want to connect on a business level, women I want to connect with just on a networking level. I don't know if you are from, too familiar with Facebook, but a lot of like link up groups or just, I feel like after we leave college, it's kind of hard to make friends or like find new people to meet. Um, So I am in like a lot of those groups. So I'm connecting with those women. That's how I find out about more pop-up shops or go to a mixer or whatever. And I, cause I definitely do the airdropping thing. I don't know if you've seen that, but if I'm at a event like where someone would shop for with what I have, I'm going to airdrop you. If you've been in the club with me or something, I might have airdropped you. If you didn't like it, I'm sorry. <laughs> so that's typically, I take advantage of like literally every avenue and then just being consistent. Okay, so I'm not a post every day person. I might not even be a post every week person, <laughs> but every two weeks I'm going to post something. I'm updating my, um, updating my ladies i'm just showing appreciation like i said most of my content is from my clientele so i'm posting their pictures like hey look at my girls they've been out here stepping out you know so i would say if you're not gonna be a very consistent poster like let it be meaningful like let it be you know let make it count if you're not gonna do it every day because i'm not the tiktok person i want to be though that's my one of my goals because um tiktok is such a great tool for businesses it's such an easy way to get exposure so really any way i can get exposure i take advantage of those are just like my biggest currently and they work it's really just if you get one person to buy a day you're gonna reach your goals like you know do your profit margin correctly and everything put your business operations and you're gonna reach your goals as long as you're being consistent like i would say i network with at least one person a day so and then people just knowing like so you know about me so just when somebody asks you got an event going up it's just like oh my homegirl got a place you know like i need an outfit oh my homegirl got it you know so it's a lot of that because people always say, hey, my friend, do you have any clothes? My friend said, I should hit you up. You know, it's a lot of that in my DMs. So just really thankful. Like you said, word of mouth. I'm so thankful for everyone that supports me and has ever bought for me and shares that with other people. Because I try to be, you know, one of the next best things. You know, I call I call us Fashion Nova. Because Fashion Nova has fell off. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to beat that. You know, I'm trying to get in their little place, you know. <laughs> but yeah, just having goals and being consistent, like to wrap it up. Honestly, very important as you should you make great points honestly all all throughout even from the the fact that you can be transparent and say you know you're not the most consistent poster and everything Mm -hmm. like that but you still do what you got to do you still make it happen let's just don't stop or don't quit or don't fall off like you know just keep keep working at even if it's at your pace you're gonna hit your you're gonna hit your mark and likes and all that that's not everything like so don't worry about that's vanity you know don't worry about who likes and stuff because they see you they scrolling they see you when come time that they need to get something or whatever, they saw you. They know, you know. Social media, ever, man, it's hard to it's hard to tell somebody that though. Likes and stuff don't. It's work. so hard. That's my main thing. I tell people with my agency. My main thing: do not worry about who is liking your stuff because nobody likes my stuff. How about that? Like especially Instagram, but I get good clientele from there they're in my they just in the dms they saw it and went straight to the dms yeah, they yeah, said they what's up we trying to pull up. on the link they said they ain't had the time to talk 
I like but that seriously. though, man. We like urgency, man. We like we like immediate. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, But you talk about, you know, just that I feel like that's been a central theme across every episode, whether the word was used or not. Consistency, man. In, in one way or another, if you, I tell people all the time in like my, my pitch or whatever you want to call them, people ask me what I do. I, obviously, I tell them, you know, we interview business owners, entrepreneurs, creatives. But in that same sense, I say that, okay, well, what if you're not, what if you don't consider yourself one of those three? So then I go on to say, if you have something that you love or you're passionate about, I want to talk to you. And then people's eyes from there, they go like, oh, well, I got something in mind. Actually, now that you say that, and sometimes people don't realize that, you know, our passions, our crafts, our hobbies are different things like that. We can, one, monetize these things. Yes. Two, brand ourselves. Three, eat off of it. Like, you speak it to me. You speak it yeah. to me. We're on the same page. Right, you know, you know, it's good. So I, I, but I love that. But I love, you know, just hearing it from a different perspective and i love also too how you recognize that although this is the day and age of social media everything is here everything is just likes this reshares that you recognize that at the end of the day no if my business operations aren't the way they should be if my operations and my expenditures and my my profit margin everything like that if that's not looking right i'm not succeeding i'm not successful i'm not forget all the likes and every some people but some people are measuring literally their mm -hmm. business success off vanity of metrics yeah, this looks scary, good off, you know off of paid ads, spending all this money on ads and just different things like that I had my boy the other day just realized the instagram algorithm and how basically he had posted this video 12 times just to show that instagram was not pushing his content he posted like an hour or two or three hours with 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 within each other and within the hours he has a pretty good large following his views were still at zero. He couldn't tell if he was shadow banned. He couldn't tell if people weren't seeing it. He couldn't tell what was happening. But then, like you said, because I recently figured out the Facebook algorithm, or at least I think I did. So look, to everybody listening, if you think if you need some keys about Facebook and promotion and marketing, I got you. It's free. It's no money, but I think I got it figured out. But recently when I figured that out, I'm just like, wow, this is eat. Like, I didn't even think about this. And then I hopped on LinkedIn the other day, and then I was on, because I hit every difference. So the only sites that I hit immediate are my website and Instagram. Twitter gets a delay, Facebook gets a delay, and LinkedIn and everything gets a delay. But when I'm seeing how my posts are doing on the delay sites, I'm just like, that. Well, why am I, you know, one, look at the metrics. Look at the site that everybody is kind of fluctuating to. Everybody is setting up their websites on. Everybody is pushing all their content through. And it's not even showing y'all that same love. But these other sites that we forget about or only go on for certain purposes and things like that, they really the ones that you could eat. But then on top of that, okay, let's just say you're not a social media person. Yo, run your mouth. Say something. Like, you know, I, I tell people all the time that, yes, you are you can be an introvert. You can be an extrovert. It doesn't matter who you are. At the end of the day, you just have to be okay with making yourself uncomfortable sometimes. You have to be okay with realizing that, you know, things happen. That this is not going to be an overnight thing. It, you can definitely wake up, be viral one day. That's very much happen. But you don't want to be a one-hit wonder. At least I don't. Exactly. Preach. You know? Everybody want to go viral. Yeah, I, no, I'm not about that. I could talk to, I told somebody, so they was just like, so how long are you going to do this? I said, so I can't do it no more. You know, this right. is, me is not about, it's not going to be a point where, okay, he's on TV now. He's, you know, I'm only talking to certain type of, no, when I get on TV, I'm going to still be hitting up the folks who I went to ECU with, who I went to high yes. school, with, who I went to, you know, those are, I'm not automatically now because I got a platform. Oh, now I'm reaching out to the big names, the big, for what? They already had a platform. So what's the point of me sharing a big platform with another big platform? Who are we helping? But if That's I'm a platform with a small to medium platform mm -hmm. and bring them to that platform, who knows who you, you know, I was talking to somebody yesterday just about, you know, how much talent we surrounded with. And I wholeheartedly agree with you when you say we walking around here wearing the same stuff. That's why I don't wear designer. I hate designer. 
You, you'll never see me in designer. The only designer you will ever catch me in my life, and I still don't have it to this day, is a Ferragamo belt. I just like the way them two little buckles look. I just like that. Okay. Everything else from the Gucci to the Louis to the whatever, like it's ugly to me. It's ridiculous. And every site is making the same exact thing. And everybody's wearing the same shirts, the same pants. It's only five shirts when you walk into the Louis store or Gucci right. store. But the line is outside the store. So I'm just not, you know, when we got people like Shop 28 right in front of us, getting it right, making the ladies feel good, making them look good, all of that being luxurious. So I, I but I love that. And I, I also want to tell you that as somebody who is also trying to get into TikTok, don't tell my followers yet because they keep harassing me, Khadija, about getting on TikTok mm-hmm. about I need to be on TikTok about da 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 da. You, you do. Okay, okay, I get it. I don't need you to all right, I got it. I got it. That's not why we're here today. We're here to talk about you. You can eat on TikTok. I already got ideas about how you can eat on TikTok. So we're going to go offline. I know that's that's counter. You have to have a challenge. Contradicting because I'm telling her to get right and I'm not getting right. But listen, people, I got it. My timeline, we're we going to be right. But yeah, I'm going to get you right, man. We definitely going to take that. So I love what you do, man. I love the fact that I even kind of misspoke in my last question about the social media sites. I had no idea about that, but I love that. And it also just goes to show that, you know, people are always watching and different things are just happening in different places. So I know that you spoke a lot on here today just about, well, you didn't really speak about it. I can just hear it. your passion. You're, you love it. You were smiling about it. You're talking about, you know, you're making the ladies feel good. You're getting good reviews, all of that and everything. So for me, just looking out, like I would say, oh, she chilling. This is a walk in the park. She's successful. She ain't never faltered, failed. None of that. Ain't never took a step. This way ain't never had an obstacle. I would be foolish to say that. I would hope so. And I'm not saying I wish anything bad on you, but I know that life happens and we go through things. So what has been an eye-opening experience for you with this process? What is something that you really had to take a step back and just like, you know, wow, Maybe it taught you a lesson. Maybe you took an L. Maybe it was a minor setback for a major comeback. What is something that you know through all of this? You look back and you're just like, wow, that was a life-changing moment. Ooh, I would say, well, thank you. I'm glad I can make it look easy, first of all. Second of all, it's not easy. It's work, just like with any any job. This is my job. I'm just my boss. So think about having to do the administrative things and the worker bee things. So it's definitely not easy, but I definitely do have the passion for it. And then... So the biggest thing is I'm a new mom. And so from newborn to my daughter now being two, that's a lot of different stages and adjusting while also adjusting with my own business. My business is only two years old this year. So they've kind of grown together. I've kind of had to adjust with her. I've taken a hiatus even in the two years, like for over just a month or two just to get things together because I had to tighten up my business operations. Um, I started off without a website. Say what else did I not have? It was just like the website because I was doing so well locally. And that's another thing. So when you go viral, you have to be able, think about if you got 100 orders tonight. And that's like not your usual. <laughs> you got to accommodate all of that. You have to package everything. You have to get your inventory all together it's a lot it's gonna be you're gonna just encounter stuff you're not used to and it's just a bunch of adjusting and my biggest thing is just just communicate with your customers and stuff because you're gonna come up with stuff that just don't make any sense and like you could fail you could fail you could fail because like we've been going through the pandemic i personally have been have i had the worst time with usps like not scan my packages losing my packages this that or third I'm so thankful that every customer that had that type of issue was patient with me. I that's I would say that's the grace of God because I know I myself have probably been a impatient 
customer to um a place, but I wouldn't do that anymore. I know better now because it's just so many factors. It's so many factors. So my biggest thing was get it would be get your business your operations of business together. Get your processing days together. Get your terms and conditions together. Stay up with your postal services because I now use UPS. Haven't had any issue with them at all. So you're going to have to adjust. It's just the nature of everything. You're going to, with my, that's like the worst has been with my boutique. So just, just a little adjusting and like a few crazy things. But with my agency as a service provider, and I'm a um overall a creative service provider. So sometimes I would say I do, well, I would say my clients would say this, that I was not able to capture their vision. You know, you're paying for my creativity or whatever, and I, maybe I'm not able to capture your vision. So finding a good adjustment for that, being able to still cater to you, have you leaving satisfied, even though I ended up not being the artist for you. You know what I'm saying? So it just really depends on what industry you're in, what you're working with. I would just say just I'm so big on customer service and honestly, like sometimes it would hurt my feelings, like having to stick to my policies, but it like bit me in the butt, what, two years ago, not sticking to my policies, you know, where I end up losing out on this, that it affects what I'm doing with my other clients, you know? So, um, it's really, you got to keep a good balance, be prepared to not be prepared, honestly, because we just can't know everything or know how everything is going to turn out pan out um especially right now what two I had COVID I want to say like three weeks ago I didn't expect to have COVID and it was so bad I would just fall asleep not knowing I was falling asleep you know what I'm saying I wasn't I wasn't dealing with all the other stuff but I would just be drowsy to the point I I might be texting you and fall asleep like so never sent the text type stuff you know so dealing with just even sickness and something so I'll say take care of yourself take care of your household definitely make sure you're you are together so you can be the best for your business but it's just gonna be it's gonna be some stuff that sucks <laughs> and it's just a part of it I don't think anything like you know everything has its pros and cons pros and cons but I'm fine with the cons because my pros are time freedom I get to spend time with my daughter you know you just have to choose because entrepreneurship is not for everybody everybody is not gonna be able to choose or be able to handle like disappointing people dealing with people's money you know you, not everyone can do it deal with that so you know you just have to make that decision for yourself it do come with a lot of responsibility and you just have to uh be ready to handle what comes with it for sure i feel like entrepreneurship business ownership even the pandemic man it's, it's just thrown things that's put us in the places and situations that we may not have otherwise expected or otherwise yeah. so people we are literally living in a different time than like i think pre-pandemic memories and now i think mm-hmm. pandemic memories I call this our depression era. I know no one's called it that, but it feels like it. And then where we're kind of moving into a like renaissance type of situation. But I'm just, you know, just seeing how it all pans out. It's definitely, I see how things are growing, how things are different. I don't know if you're familiar with like the NFTs and the metaverse and like even that's just a little bit of like how everything's about to be different, you know? So it's a lot, man. It's a lot going on. Open your eyes, man. It's it's right. It's all right in front of us all. And I think that uh, something that you said that stuck out to me was that, you know, you, you stop giving people the benefit of the doubt or stop, you know, cutting deals and just different things like mm-hmm. that and stuff like that because you know they can bite you in the like you said it did like it you give people an inch they're going to take a mile every single time like yo i i just like i don't 
I'm with you. Like, you know, you want to give people the benefit of the doubt. You really want to make things happen. Like, you really want to look out for this person, whoever they may be. And then oftentimes they kind of abuse that or stuff like that. But what I will also touch on, too, is that how you said that people have been patient with you. I think that that speaks to you and your business ownership, your communication skills. You didn't get that degree for no reason. Like, you know, so I think that. That's a big, the big testament to you. Appreciate you, bro. My voice said, <laughs> he said, not to distract from the topic, but you're rocking the hell out of that goatee. I appreciate you, bro. But yeah, it, it speaks a lot to you and who you are One as a business owner, because you know, I'm going to speak for myself in this perspective. So I'm not, when dealing with anything, companies, airlines, like some of my favorite customer service people who I've, I've cursed out or had to give them a piece of my mind in the past, I'm not like that immediately. Like I don't mm -hmm. just have a problem and then I'm just quick to, you know, I do have, a, I, I'm not going to lie, I do have. I got a temper, y'all. Like I can, I can snap out a little bit, but I'm not. I recognize that I've worked in customer service, hospitality, all of that, so much in my life that I, I, I'm all about perspective. I'm all about people. You never know what somebody else is going through. Days, different things like that. So I don't do all of that. I'm not quick to just lash out, judge, curse out. Every curse out that has ever come with a customer service rep or anybody has been because it was a painstaking amount of efforts, and I'm tired. I'm it's been either bad communication, it's the problem that still persisted and just different things like that. So I'm not going to go to say that most people are like that, but I'm going to say that a good amount of people, a good amount of shoppers, a good amount of just moral people who know right from wrong are not just going to snap out. You know, it's always going to come with within reason. So for yeah. me, that speaks to you. Like you said, you've been very transparent with them. You're very communicative with them. You, you give them the real, whether it's good or bad, whether they want to hear it or not. This is about you, your business, your baby, your future, everything that you got going on. So that can only benefit you. So no kudos hat off to you for sure because it's not easy doing that it's not easy sometimes when people are giving you attitudes and people just expect everything to be just like this and that's not how business works it's not because if it was up to me and if i had the funds everybody just get a refund everybody be happy okay but this is not like <laughs> yeah like that man it ain't that easy for sure so i love i, I love to hear that so you said uh, something that you said in the be well not too long ago was okay you didn't have a website so now you have a website now you mm -hmm. you making big tracks on social media you doing pop up shops events different things like that so what's next for you what do you want to do does is shop twenty eight you said you call it a boutique now just because you small scale and everything like that but what do you want to have are, are we going to see a, a shop twenty eight a pop a, a, a stores pop up somewhere am I going to be seeing a grand opening soon what's the what's really the trajectory for what you got going on now and really where you that is crazy because as of yesterday we are looking for uh, like a suite or small commercial space to open up our storefront <laughs> yeah, we bring stuff to life on this podcast y'all yes. by now we really make it happen I, okay i love it so yeah um storefront coming soon just continue to go global um i've shipped to 47 states and two countries so far so thank you just trying to just get bigger, you know. It's just grown a lot in the two years. I want to say I was the viral person and, like, sold a lot at one time. And you have to be able to sustain it afterwards because, like, once you go viral that one time, that's not going to, you know, generate sales forever. You got to keep doing, you know, your other things and still networking with people. Really, I'll say just stay seen. Just don't let people forget about you. Like, that's my biggest thing. I just want to be, like I said, I want to be fashion over status. I really do. Um, we're looking for the storefront and we'll be hiring a few people this year. So hopefully we will get there. I think you definitely need a team sometimes to get as big as you want to get. And I want to do less work myself. <laughs> uh, no shame. You know, that's when you start outsourcing, you know. So I'm excited for us to expand and change in that way. So 
I need some folks who are ready to get down to business, man. I need a down to business team. I'm yes. getting sending emails, sending tweets, typing bios, do editing videos, audio, but I love it at the end of the day. But I agree exactly you. your production team. I see it. I hear yeah. it. <laughs> we're gonna make it happen. I see a store coming. Fashion over out of business after this. So we're gonna really we're Right. Gonna, no seriously. Okay, I got that. So, you know, I don't want to wrap things up, but unfortunately, we're going to have to at some point. But, you know, before we do that, and before I give them the social media, before we tap in, before we give the ladies some, another outlet, another place to really get into their bag, because ladies, I'm telling y'all, she got some, I told y'all, I was retweeting and I, I can't wear it. So it's fine. It's fine. I ain't just going to drop it on my Appreciate you. Sure. So what message do you have for ladies, for women, for people, for anybody? It may be a woman who's trying to get into the space that you're in and it's just not, you know, doesn't know where to start or doesn't know what to do. It can be somebody who's just having trouble with consistency. It could be somebody who doesn't really, you know, have as many connections or doesn't really know about how to go about the networking route. So what would you really want to leave for the people out there today maybe it could be something that we didn't even kind of touch on or hone in on today but what's kind of like your your last words your last remarks okay so it's a little cliche but just start because whether you start today next week next year the time is gonna pass anyway so you might as well invest in your potential big business your vision i'll say what else would i have to say like seriously just get started like i'm shy you know I may seem like I'm not, but I've just been doing it for two years. Eventually, you'll get used to it. You know what I'm saying? Eventually, it'll be second nature. So just get started. Put your ideas to the forefront and just bet on yourself. Seriously, we bet on other people. So might as well just bet on yourself. Bet on people too many times, man. They, they right. We let other people, we give them times to like fail us or disappoint us. So give yourself the same grace and yeah. go do what you want to do. I think about that often. I like just a lot of places a lot of companies how like just what they've taken us through sometimes just the ringer just the customer mm-hmm. service some of the stories you see that go viral and then how that same energy doesn't translate when it comes to our friends our colleagues or just black businesses black yeah. creatives and minorities and things like that it's like that one little one little error you never want to talk to them again you block them. right them. and i know these little these people have messed up my order a million times i just call them and remind them to get it right right i know my refund ain't coming for another five to seven business days tomorrow friday so i ain't getting it till next week like you you know that but you know you have one little minor and it's minor with the black businesses or the small businesses yeah. or whatever you want to call them, and y'all be ready to and they want to fix it that's what gets me it's like they want to fix it they don't want it to be an issue but you done blasted them all over you know, the same way i built this up and have a brand and a craft and everything like that i have a message and an image to uphold you can't Mm -hmm. just tear that down like that exactly the same way you tear that down you think i'm gonna just be able to build it right back up you think an apology Mm -hmm. or something like that just gonna build nah that was hard work that's time that's effort i think about that all the time i spent two years on my podcast I spent and what's so sad too people will do that would bash you just because they like you said they'll you'll uplift you because of who you're a person they'll bash you because of who you are too some people are jealous some people just don't like what you're doing so we'll just run with that like it's just you um once you get out there you're definitely susceptible to the public that's why i say you gotta be strong you gotta notice what you want to do because control everything Nah, it's people always watching, watching mm-hmm. everything. Won't support you worth a lick, but will watch everything you do post. Mm-hmm. Probably have your notifications on. 
but won't support you. So not we'll, the notification. We gonna get into that one, yeah. But nah, I from me to you, Khadija, man, it's been it's been a blessing, man. It's been it's been a blessing to watch you from afar. It's been a blessing to actually have been acquainted with you at one point and really just see the journey from there. See that you know you're 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 a family woman now that you're you're still making things happen. That you're bringing things together. You're networking. You're popping out your shell. You're making the ladies feel good and just the same. And you're hitting the United States. You got three more states to hit. For you, you don't hit the whole. I know, I'm excited. I gotta count my states after this. I'm gonna see where I'm at. I gotta, gotta, yeah, see who's listening. Seriously, off the shore for sure. So, before we close things up, before we wrap things up, I know you gave it earlier, but I just want all the people to make sure that they have it. No excuses. Can you just give us your social medias, the website, where to find you for everybody who wants to, you know, tap in and show some love? Yes, so, um, you can find us on Facebook Shop X28 or the building block co that is um, my agency as well as my boutique and you can find us on ig underscore the building block and shop x 28 underscore i might uh put them in your comments or something just so y'all have a little reference i know it's kind of long but definitely follow us message me it doesn't even have to be about business i definitely like i said i'm definitely up for connecting with whoever wants to connect if you have pop-up shops coming up speaking engagements anything y'all let's make it happen it's only january quarter one i'm excited like let's go all right y'all heard it here man i'm gonna throw it in the bio as i always do and everything like that but khadija i definitely appreciate you for tapping in with me today man definitely appreciate you for being patient with me for understanding that i had life that life was hitting me but one way or another this interview was going to rock out so i'm definitely glad that we were able to sit down and day politics make it happen i'm wishing you you know the best of luck everything i'm wishing i'm I'm hoping that you know maybe you'll even get a shop x28 men's section one day no for sure and we've been working on that for a while so hope to see you in some 28 merch soon come on fellas i know i'm gonna throw it out there come on y'all so nah but seriously from me to you Appreciate you. It's nothing but love. And yeah, obviously, I want a lot of people to continue to tap in with you, continue to tap in with the journey, the podcast, and everything. So thank you to you, Khadija. Thank you to everybody who continues to tap in to show love to us. And thank you to everybody who will do so at some point in their lives. So this has been another episode of the Down to Business Podcast here with Tamar Turner. Bye, y'all.